you are now listening to Sports Avenue, hosted by Elliot, Laura Pfeiffer, and Stephen Hines. Enjoy tonight's episode. Welcome back to Sports Avenue, everyone. My name is Elliot Laura Pfeiffer, alongside my co-host, Stephen Hines. <clears throat> I'm feeling a lot better. You, you know, you could probably hear my voice in the last episode. It's very raspy. <clears throat> I'm still recovering from, uh, you know, the cold that's going around right now. Not COVID. Not COVID. All right? We're all safe here. But the point is, it is season four, episode three tonight, here on November 21st, 2021. <clears throat> so... What a better way to get started than speaking about, you know, the Penguins whipping boys, the New York Islanders. Um, So they, what can I say? You know, they've had two arenas in the past, uh, you know, a couple years, really. They had the Nassau Coliseum, which they played their last playoff game in uh, when they lost. (laughs) So not a good way to close out the Nassau Coliseum. However, they also had the Barclays Center. And um, so they uh, alternated between these two arenas all the time. And it was actually interesting to see, like, no no other NHL team had two arenas that they would play in. So it was actually kind of cool to see. Um, But so now the Coliseum is closed. And I think they actually might be tearing it down from what I saw. But Barclays Center, they they cut off their uh, contract. So what were the Islanders going to do? They've been on this, like, huge road road trip. They haven't played more than two games in a home arena. So they've had to be they've had to be on the road because they have nowhere to play at home. Well finally the UBS I said it Steven, I said it right. The UBS <laughs> the UBS arena was made for the New York Islanders. And just an amazing arena. Like it, it the graphics are amazing. You can definitely tell that technology played a part in like this arena. It, it's extraordinary and I love it. Um but you know, everyone was hyped for this. Even Islanders fans, you know, were excited, right? Well, as they should be. But, you know, like, even non-Islander fans, I was excited to see them play on opening night. You know, ceremonial puck drop, you know, first goal Islanders score, you know, in the UBS arena. Um, but you know what? You know what the Islanders did, Steven? You know what they did? And they they, they they have the Carolina, Carolina, they have the Calgary Flames come in there, right? And you know what they do? They lose 5-2 to two on opening night in the UBS arena. How, <laughs> like, how embarrassing does that have to be? You know, it's open. You think they would have, like, like, demolished whatever team came in there on opening night. But no, 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 no. This is the New York Islanders. The same team that, you know, beats the Penguins in the first round of the playoffs and then gets a second round exit every single time. You know, except for last year when they got, you know, demolished by the Lightning. You know what I mean? So, the thing is, like, that is embarrassing. How do you, you cannot let that happen. Opening night, everyone's excited. You know, the owner is, like, like dazzling just with excitement. And you lose 5-2 to two to the to the Flames. Which, by the way, aren't, aren't a terrible team. But the Islanders are a terrible team. You know, and, and they're also, they're more terrible. For for losing on opening night at the UBS Arena, they are five and seven and two. They only have twelve points, and you know I really can't be talking because Pittsburgh's right above them in seventh place. But the point stands: like, how do you do that? Like, as a fan, I would be like, 
I don't even know. Like, your new home. And, like, the Islanders' Instagram were like, one more sleep. Like, like kids say on Christmas Eve until Santa, you know, squeezes his ass down the chimney to give you presents. <laughs> They're like, one more sleep until the Islanders, like, you know, play our, our home sweet home. Five to two. <laughs> Doesn't, like, I, I don't understand. How can you lose on your opening night? But, yeah, so the Islanders still are terrible. Uh, terrible. Uh, eighth place in the Metro. Um, first place, once again, still Carolina Hurricanes. They are 14-2-0 and and uh, with 28 points. So they are they're flying. Um, and somehow the Penguins only have 18 points when they've played one more game more than the Carolina Hurricanes. So I, I don't understand. Um, yeah, the Metro hasn't really changed since last week. Uh, the Atlantic Division, uh, where the Tampa Bay Lightning are, they are still uh, deadlocked in third place. Uh, 9-4-3, and three, 21 points. Uh, Florida still in first, still cooking. 13-2-3 with 29 points. Uh, no one actually cares about the Western Conference. <laughs> At least I don't think so. Um, yeah, those are all the teams you forget about, like Arizona, who are 3-13-2 and 13 and two with only 8 points. <laughs> and then, then we have the Minnesota Wild, who actually knows them. 11-6-0. Oh. Uh... Then the Pacific. This is surprising. Yeah, well, well, we kind of figured this. It's Seattle Kraken are are four twelve and one with only nine points. Um, but Edmonton, and this goddamn dog must be like Jesus or something because they're four thirteen four and zero oh, with twenty six points. What the hell happened? You know, I think the Penguins need to get a goddamn dog. Um, but yeah, so let's check it. We check this every week. Best team in the NHL still the Florida Panthers, thirteen two and three. Wow. So not they have not moved one bit. Right behind them are the Carolina Hurricanes, and behind the Hurricanes are Washington. All right, you guessed it. The worst team, thirty second place in the NHL, the Arizona Coyotes, three, three. Surprise. Yeah, three thirteen and twelve. Was eight points. Man, that that is, you know, I don't get how. Arizona used to be a nasty team to have to play. Like, like I don't know what happened, like, when they changed their logo or whatever they did, but they're terrible. They have been terrible lately. And it just, and another thing, like, we say this every week. Seattle has not moved. They're still in 31st place, 4-12-1. and one. With only nine points, who the like? God damn it! <laughs> like, I mean, it's not, I'm happy because it's not my team. You know, I, I I'm I'm pretty happy about that. But like, everyone look forward to that. Now, now, they're, now they're just terrible. <laughs> but what can you say? Um, now our next topic: Penguins back on track. So the Penguins went on a Canada uh, road trip, which I'm always excited. I, I love when the Penguins play in Canada because they're usually dominate because of Crosby. He's from Canada. So it's always nice for Crosby to get the wins on the road in Canada. But uh, Penguins beat the Montreal Canadiens, ooh, excuse me, six to nothing on, uh, what was it? I think it was, it was on Thursday, November 18th. Six to nothing win. Um, but then... Uh, on Tuesday, November 16th, in Pittsburgh, not in Canada yet, they lose to the Buffalo Sabres 2-1. I just, you know, can never catch a break. 
Um, but so now we're at a two-game winning streak. However, now we have to go and play because we beat Toronto two nothing last night. Um, but now we got to go and play the uh, Winnipeg Jets, and the Winnipeg Jets are nine four and four, so they're not terrible. Um, but the Penguins are seven six and four. <clears throat> now this is in Winnipeg at 8.30 p.m., so I'll probably be asleep while they're playing, because, you know, I come home and sleep till, like, 3 a.m., so, you know, like, they they never can just catch a break, but, you know, now, now I'm excited, because we got Crosby back in the lineup, we got Rust, we got, you know, everyone's shining right now, so let's hope we can get this kick started and be better than the Tampa Bay Lightning, who, by the way, have to play the Flyers, well, no, they'll win that game, because the Flyers are in Tampa, on Tuesday, November 13th at 7 p.m. So, well, that that should be a good game because the Flyers are 8-5-3. Bolts are 9-4-3. Yeah, yeah, Tampa's not too bad. They're, they're going for that back-to-back-to-back. Uh, uh, to back to back. And uh, the Penguins are going to stomp on that dream, Stephen. I'm sure. They're, they're, they're going to stomp yeah. on that dream because we are going to meet you in the conference championship, and we are going oh, really? to, yeah, yeah, and we're going to crumble your little town of fucking pride and joy, and and it's just going to be great, and you know what's going to happen is we're going to move on to the Stanley Cup final, and you know, and you know what, we're going to win, and it's going to be marvelous, and you know why I say mm-hmm. that, because Tampa is going to run out of gas because something is going to happen. I just have a feeling something is going to happen this year with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Some, I don't know, maybe a season-ending injury to someone. I don't know. I just have some bad feeling that something's going to happen. And when it does, all of these teams that Tampa has destroyed are looking for revenge. They are going to, you know, eat away at what Tampa is made out of. And that is why the Penguins are going to step in, beat you, and just you know they're you're never gonna wish you were a hockey team, all right? Because you're not you're not gonna. Let me just put it this way: the Penguins will beat the Lightning in the conference championship. Mark my words right now. I want someone write them down. Someone listening to this podcast, or even you, Stephen, write it down. The Penguins will beat the Lightning in the conference championship. <clears throat> that's all I have to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. I doubt it. You doubt it? All right. Well, I'll mark your words because, you know, here's the thing. I'll make you a deal right now. I will make you a deal. If the Lightning are able to repeat Stanley Cup champions, the Stanley Cup championship this year, yeah. if they are to go back to back to back, and it doesn't matter if it's the Penguins in the conference championship or whatever. If they're just able to win the cup again, <clears throat> I will come on here that next following episode, and I will tell everyone <laughs> that the Penguins are still better than the Lightning <laughs> because no matter how many cups you have, no matter how many times you repeat, I don't care if you win five years in a row. The Penguins are better than the Lightning. And you can argue... But then then you're just lying uh, to everybody that listens to the podcast. You're lying to yourself. You're lying uh-huh. to me right. when I know the truth. Yeah, right, right, everybody right. Everybody knows the truth. If that, if that happens, everybody knows that the Lightning are, are the dynasty. 
of, yeah. the, of the NHL. Yeah. And that yeah. this team is a dynasty if we win <laughs> the next yeah. uh, NHL championship. Uh-huh. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Tampa has, you know, listen, the Montreal Canadiens were in no way ready to play the Tampa Bay Lightning, and that's not an excuse. Tampa won fair and square. That's the, you can't use that as an excuse. <clears throat> However, one question I'm still, like, left with after the 20, 2021 um, <clears throat> NHL playoffs how did the Montreal Canadiens get to the Stanley Cup final? Like, what? how does that even work? Like, and now, of course, they're, like, dead last in their division. Like, I don't know if it was hockey gods, like, you know, like, here, you know, here, you know, you get one winning season, and, you know, but what the hell happened that they were able to, I don't know what team they beat to get to the conference championship, or, or for that fact, who they beat to get to the cup final. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, <clears throat> yeah, there's your bet. So, <clears throat> it's not really a bet that would go in your favor. But you know what I mean. Um, but, yeah, so, another I team. I, I didn't make a bet. Oh, no, I'm never... just saying, it's still on the table. It's still on the table. So, yeah. But I don't get anything out of it. Oh, well, of course you do. You get me admitting the truth. Isn't that what you want? <laughs> I just said that you would be lying. Well, that sounds like an opinion, not a fact. <laughs> I think there's a little bias behind that. Not to say that there's definitely not bias on my end. However, you know, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, yeah. So, yeah, final offers, you know, like. I don't know. It's not like, you know, I, I could I could tell you that I'd buy, you know, like a like a, uh, I don't know, Steven Stankos jersey, jer- jersey, <laughs> jersey, and like post it. Yeah, you know, I, it's like I could do that, but then it's like I'd be wearing shit. You know, like I can't do that. You know, like I, what I could do, however. So it would be the same thing if I wore a Sidney Crosby jersey. Well, however, let me, let me put it this way. This is an actual fact. Sidney Crosby is better than Steven Stankos on all levels. Um... You know, you, you look at Steven Stamkos and, you know, wow, congrats, buddy. You look at Crosby, uh, how many cups does this guy have now? Like three, three rings? Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, hockey prodigy, definitely going to the Hall of Fame. He's going to retire a penguin. Uh, yeah. Nikita Kucherov. Nikita Okay, like, okay, cool. I, okay, there, there's, there's good players. Okay, well, well, no, I can't even say that. There's excellent players like Nikita Kucherov, but then there's gods like Sidney Crosby that are untouchable. Mm, okay. Sidney Crosby, Sidney Crosby can have one bad season. He can have five bad seasons. He will be untouchable because of the fame, the the history that's behind Sidney Crosby and the Penguins. And you know, same with, and I even think I honestly think. Vasilevsky holds the Lightning together because there are games that were earlier on in this season that he saved the Lightning's ass. Absolutely, you yeah. know, like, and that's why he's the best goalie in the NHL. Oh, Steven, Steven, not against the Penguins, he wasn't. Not against the Penguins, definitely yeah, then, not. And then we beat you. The wow, yeah, wow, you beat well. us five to two. Who beat? Who beat the better team better? <laughs> What? Answer, what? Yeah, answer me <laughs> what that. <laughs> answer me that. Who beat, who beat the better team 
better. The lightning did. No, they didn't. Because if I recall, Steven, because if I recall, if we go back to the first game of the lightning and penguins, let me bring it up. So the last game, the penguins lost to the lightning 5-2. Hang on. Pittsburgh. Penguins versus lightning. So the last game, the penguins lost uh, 5-1 on October 26th. Okay, nice. Now, get ready for this. The Pittsburgh Penguins beat the Lightning 6-2 to on October 12th. So the Penguins beat the Lightning better than the Lightning beat us. As that's, that's what I'm trying to say. So, once again, the, the Lightning got destroyed on banner-raising night. It's kind of like it's kind of like the New York Islanders coming out and losing at UBS Arena, <laughs> like seriously. Um, and your head coach well, even admitted that. Who, are we talking who's the better team? No, I'm just saying right in in okay. The better team is obviously the Lightning in the of standings. Course. In the standings, let me put it that way. In the standings, in however, wise and coaching wise. Uh no, no, no. See, now we're getting now we're getting into like what's you know like the fundamentals. Of, like, what's going on here. Let me put it this way. Um, the Penguins beat Tampa better than Tampa beat us. We beat you guys 6-2. to two. You beat us 5-1. to one. Who had the higher score? I just want to know. Who had the higher score? You did. Our, def- our defense shit was okay, shit. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you. At that's, that all, point. that's all I wanted. But then we have picked it up, and now we're starting to win more games, and now we're third place. Okay. Okay. Where are you right now? <laughs> we are actually seventh place in our division. Mm. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Do, do we want to start talking about the Yankees and Mets? <laughs> I mean, again, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're not there yet. But no, before we even got into this whole fiasco, I was going to say another team that is still red hot right now is the Edmonton Oilers with that goddamn dog. Um, but yeah, so McDavid has had 17 points. No, I'm sorry. What the hell? That's not that is not the correct stat. Uh, so he's had points in this in uh the last 17 games. So in every game, he has basically had a point. Um, and this man, he did not have a great season last year, but now he is just cooking like mm. insane. You know, I I'm not sure if you ever saw uh, the replay a couple weeks ago. He the the uh, Rangers were kicking their asses like four nothing, and they Oilers pushed back and they tied the game with McDavid. He like walked through five New York defenders and then dangled the goalie. It was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, and then he just did it again the other night. Same moves, same moves. I forget who it was against, but you know he did that. Um, Thankfully, they weren't coming back in that game. They were kicking ass, of course. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, the Penguins need to get a dog. You know what I mean, I mean, we have Iceberg. Mm-hmm. We have Iceberg, the mascot. But like, there's no dog. Like, how the hell? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the dog is coaching. I don't know. But who knows? Um, yeah. So Edmonton's still looking hot. But another place that might be a little. Well, it's usually hot in the summer, but, you know, it might be a little chilly tonight in the fall, but I doubt it. Um, the Steelers take a trip to Los Angeles to play the Los Angeles Chargers. And, um, yeah, I'm pretty confident. 
you know, you know, of course, because, you know, we had to tie with the Detroit Lions. I think there should have been a lot of enthusiasm, you know, after that game. Yeah. You know, bad or good enthusiasm, well, uh, that's yours to uh, take a guess on. Um, but there should be a blowout tonight. There needs to be a blowout. There needs to be a statement win to our division, and for that fact, the entire NFL, because... <clears throat> If we go out there tonight and put on a shit show, I, I don't want to say our season is done because that, that's ridiculous and that's a stupid statement. But it's going to be really hard to come back, you know, from the. And I wouldn't say it was a bad loss if we lose tonight, but it, it needs to be a win. And, you know, we didn't get the win last week. Now we're a couple games behind now. So we need a win. We need a win tonight. And I hope it's a blowout. I don't want no overtime and, you know, having a heart attack at, you know, 1130 at night. I want a statement win tonight. I want a statement win. But, you know, who knows? I mean, do you think it should be a win? I think it should. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we if we continue to run the ball and when we run the ball well, which I think we've actually been doing pretty well compared to what we did last year. Yeah. Um, I think it could it could definitely be a win. It, could, it should be a win. Um, if it ends up being a shit show and it ends up getting blown out or it's just a headache game and it comes down to the very end, then I'll be, I'll, if we still win, I'll be happy. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, if we lose this game, I think it can be safe to say that we aren't making the playoffs, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, cause think about it. We could go six and three tonight, six, three and one. And if we can, Great. I mean, that is a winning record right there, six and three, and you know we just build on that, keep building, keep building. We get to eight and three. I mean, who do we have after uh, uh, the Chargers? I don't even know. Uh, <clears throat> let me check. Um, ESPN. Come on, load. Come on. I'm gonna get there before Steven. There we go. <laughs> um, I wasn't even trying. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Week twelve. Um, all right, yeah, we got the Bengals. Okay, that that also should be a win. Um, however, they beat us this season already. Week 13, what do we have? We have, I know it's not a bye. We already had our bye. What the hell is the game? Oh, okay, that's going to be good. So, Sunday, December 5th, guess who we got at 425 p.m.? I'm guessing the Ravens. Yep, Baltimore Ravens. Yep. At Heinz Field. All right, not bad. That that also should be a win. We are going to fucking blitz the fuck out of uh, Lamar Jackson. Um, week fourteen, we got the Vikings. Yeah, uh, week fourteen, we have the Vikings. That should also be a win. That, that that's not even questionable. Although that's at U.S. U.S. Bank Stadium. Fifteen, Titans. That well, they're actually pretty decent. So I don't know. Um, okay, that's also in Hines. 16, we have the Chiefs. That Okay, that should be a win. Like, the Chiefs aren't great this year. <laughs> um, that's also in Kansas City, though, so that's questionable. Um, We have, who do we got? And then a following Monday, we got the Browns uh, in Heinz Field on Monday Night Football. Listen, Monday Night Football in Pittsburgh is always huge. I don't know why, but it's always, like, ecstatic. I don't know why, but... Um, however, because the, the Steelers are like the most winningest team on Monday Night Football, so we'll see what happens. 
But yeah, they they got a decent schedule. I mean, we're starting to come up to those hard teams. We already lost to Green Bay, all right. But the Chiefs, if we beat the Chiefs, which I honestly see us doing, I I think we're we're set. Um, the Ravens should be a, a decent game. <clears throat> I hope we beat the fuck out of Lamar Jackson. I swear to God. Um, uh, because listen. As much as everyone's, like, running back, he's a running back. He is. <laughs> he is. Like, yeah. he's never really shown that he has the capability to throw that great. You know what I mean? Like, he's never shown that. Um, but, you know, you still have Lamar lovers that are, you know, Lamar Jackson, greatest quarterback of all time. But, no, he's, he's not. Um, <clears throat> but was he good back in 2018, 2019? Yes, of course, because he was new. But, like... Yeah. Now nobody knew how to contain him. Yeah, exactly. Now teams are catching on. You know, like they are definitely catching on to you know how how his game works. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes, but also given that the Chiefs' defense is absolutely terrible. Um, But yeah, Um, another terrible thing. At least not for us Steelers fans, but Odell Beckham Jr. first big game letdown on Sunday Night Football against the Forty Niners, thirty-one to ten. Wow, what the hell happened to the Rams? Everyone's like, oh my god, they're going to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, including you even said that. Yeah, they they are going to win the Super Bowl. The Rams are going all in. And then, oof, <laughs> that stings. <laughs> yeah. Um. Honestly, every team has a shit game, and this was definitely the Rams. Uh, <clears throat> because you have one... Even, like, their record doesn't really speak for their talent that they have right now. You know, yeah, like, they definitely. are stacked. and you They just have only at least one loss. Yeah, yeah. And now, they just lost to the San Francisco 40, 49ers. What the fuck? <laughs> like, and then, like, that was OBJ's first game. And didn't shine at all. I th- didn't he have one, like, didn't one of his passes go for a pick? I, th- I could have sworn it was. Yeah. yeah. One of his picks, and then Odell had his first tackle as a Ram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't even know if I can blame that pick on Odell. I think it was just a bad no, it throw. definitely wasn't Odell's fault. No. It was no. definitely Matt, Matt Stafford. Yeah. And as soon as that happened, Odell knew he made the wrong choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Went to Green Bay. Yeah. Well, I actually yeah, learned I that um, Seattle. This was our next topic. Uh, Seattle actually gave him one of the biggest offers. Why he didn't go there? I don't know. Well, I kind of do because they they don't even have a quarterback. But um, yeah, they gave him the biggest offer, which they definitely could have used Odell Beckham Jr. But could you honestly see Odell in like a Seattle Seahawks like jersey? Yeah. Uh, no, neither could I. You know what would have been amazing if Odell Beckham Jr. came to Pittsburgh. That would have been cool. Um, but yeah, take the place of Juju. But like I said last week, I don't see a big or a major difference without Juju Smith-Schuster at all. I mean, yeah, it's nice to have him there, but it's like there's not a difference. You know, like there's really not a difference. Yeah. Um, and I think we got we get Claypool back tonight. Um. I, I believe he was out last week, I think. Um, and, yeah, so we'll see what happens tonight. I think tonight this offense is just going to fly, and I think our defense is going to be even better um, because last week there was no excuse. Like, our secondary got burnt, 
like, ridiculously. However, like, fucking, they, they, they brought us down on the running game with Swift. Like, it was ridiculous of how, like, they just ran the ball the entire time. And I think, uh, what's his face? Who the hell? Oh, Mika Fitzpatrick. He needs to learn how to tackle. Um, because... Oh, 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 wait. He leads the team in tackles. Okay, okay, listen. Cool. That's all cool and all. However, you cannot let Swift... I almost just wanted to say Taylor Swift. (laughs) You cannot let Swift run... For that, you're you're owing it. They are owing eight, and you miss that tackle, which went for a touchdown, by the way. Okay, listen, I don't care if he's leading tackle. That was ridiculous and shameful. Like you cannot, at all, by any circumstance, let him run for a touchdown. And it it wasn't even he didn't even try to tackle. Like he tried to, and it it was it was ineffective. Didn't work. Like it's ridiculous. Should have never went for a touchdown. First of all, we shouldn't even given a touchdown to them, at all. It should have been a shutout, and it should have been like forty to nothing. Nope, nope, nope. Steelers way. Give everyone a heart attack. But you know, whatever. At least we didn't lose. At least we didn't lose because you know that. That's, uh, I would have been the embarrassment of the school. <laughs> but no, like I don't get it. I don't get it. Like the teams that we're supposed to destroy, we tie, and then the teams. That, like, we're supposed to lose to and get blown out. We put up a decent game. Well, you know, sometimes we still lose. But the point is, the Steelers just love giving everyone heart attacks. Last minute. I don't know what it is. Especially in that Seahawks game where we almost lost to Geno Smith. Yeah. Not fun. Not fun. And it definitely wasn't fun for my neighbors, you know, hearing me. At, like, 12 o'clock in the morning. Um... Yeah, so moving into our MLB topics, we all, we all listened to this uh, last summer. So we all know that the Cleveland Indians have changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians. Can't say I like it that much, but I mean, it's a big change. Um, So after they were canceled for their name, they decided we need to rebrand. So Guardians, you know, we're trying to get maybe a new logo going here, and we're just going to start rebranding, building up, you know, from, from the floor. Um, and so they open up their new merchandise store. You know, fans are happy. They're ecstatic. They just want to get in there, get some new merch. It says the Cleveland Guardians on it. First season, you know, first fans in the store. Well, as the fans are doing their shopping, you know, doing their business and, you know, paying and whatever, the Cleveland Guardians store sign falls on the sidewalk and smashes everywhere. What a way to start a new era in Cleveland. I mean, what 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 do you gotta say? Like, what a way to start. Like, who, you know, like I. Imagine they end up winning the World Series. <laughs> oh my God! And I come back to this episode and I and I play that. Yeah, they end up winning the World Series this year. Oh my God, that would be insane. <laughs> you know what I think their logo should be? I think their logo should be like the the sign, like. Like, a drawn-out sign that's, like, shattered on a sidewalk. That'd be a cool... Come on, like... That would be amazing. You know why? Because it's creative. It would be creative. But they would never do that. Um, The Cleveland Indians... Indians are, like, go back so far. They have an amazing history. And... You know, now they're, now we're starting a new franchise, and, you know, now now they have to order a new uh, sign. So that's coming out of their salary. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with the Cleveland uh, Indians. Uh, sorry, Guardians. Guardians. 
Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, but moving into our pro wrestling topics. Now listen, I, I've been really trying to pay attention to the Chargers game tonight. And honestly, I don't really watch wrestling anymore. Like, uh, here and there, I'll turn on SmackDown or Raw, but it sucks. So, you know, I end up falling asleep or just turning it off. Um, you know, on a Monday night, like Monday Night Football, if Raw is on, I'd rather watch, like, who who are the nobody teams? I'd rather watch the Lions and Jets play on uh, Monday Night Football. That's how boring Monday Night Raw is. But, you know, it, it is what it is. You got to put up with it. Um, I mean, you don't have to watch it, and I don't. But little did I know that Survivor Series took place tonight. <laughs> and you know what? It's sad because I used to be so excited for, like, pay-per-views, and now it's just, like, boring. Like, no one remembers that pay-per-views. Like, and, you know, I remember that AEW pay-per-views are on before WWEs. Yeah, like, because... Well, AEW, when they uh, promote their stuff, they mm-hmm. make it fun. Yeah. They make it entertaining. And A and WWE just makes it so, like, everything about it is just boring. Yeah, it's boring and dull. Like, <clears throat> you look at, you know, what happened even building up to Survivor Series. Survivor Series, personally, I don't really like, but it's supposed to be one of the big five pay-per-views. You know, like, and... <clears throat> Everyone looks forward to it, except for me, because I don't really like it. But, um, and now it's just stupid. Like, everything is stupid in, in WWE now. It's just, like, too PG. I want something like the Attitude Era back. But it's like, they sign these major contracts with Fox and USA and Peacock to where they can't. Because, you know, everything's family-friendly now. That's just bullshit. Like, who, if you speak to any boomer that watched wrestling, like, any boomer that watched wrestling, like, they will tell, oh, yeah, the Attitude Era, Stone Cold, you know, hell yeah, like, that's what they like, and, like, no one wants to watch it now, no one, and I I can't say I can blame them, like, it's just boring and bland and dull, and, you know, that's what it's really been, and then, you know, once again, with these fucking budget cuts, John Morrison now cut, uh, from WWE, along with a, a long list that no one even knew about. Like, I, the only two I knew were John Morrison and Tegan Knox. Um, but, yeah, so now they have released Bearcat Lee. Wow, you even pushed for one week and then cut him. And then, let's see, who else? Uh, release John Morrison, who's athletic as hell still for being, like, in his 40s. And release Tegan Knox, who was the head of NXT. Good job, Vinny Mac. You you are really cutting budgets. You are the richest corporation in the United States of America. But but hey hey oh. hey hey hey. You know like well uh, except for Tesla. All right. <laughs> it's like and Amazon. Probably. Yeah, and Amazon. You know Jeff Bezos. All right, we get it. Elon Musk. All right, but Vince McMahon is up there with them. Um, but you have all this money, and you have all this great talent. And you just cut them. To leave them jobless. For 90 days, by the way. For 90 days. Um, and now, like, it's just boring. And, you know, they still get, they get decent turnouts at their shows. Because, you know, entertainment, you know, that's boring and sometimes funny. But, like, I, I don't get it. It's like trying to watch, like, someone that can't sing at, like, an open mic night at a coffee shop. Like, it, it is so, it's secondhand embarrassment. 
and it's just ridiculous. So yeah, so now they released John Morrison, and uh, yeah, and I'm calling it right now. I believe he goes to AEW, um, only because of the fact of his athleticism. Um, because what is AEW? AEW is more of a uh, gothic like aesthetic. So like everything is really dark on AEW. Like even the ring, you know, <laughs> like even the ring. Yeah. Uh, their colors are dark. So I think he'll really fit in with the athleticism and all the gimmicks and shit, but we'll see what happens. Maybe athleticism won't be involved in his gimmick. I don't know. Probably. But yeah. Probably, yeah that, just use his strength. Yeah. Yeah. He's just... also very strong. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure if you ever saw the clip where he like, like, uh, what do you call it? Scaled like the uh, elimination chamber and like jumped from the top. <laughs> it was like insane. Um, or the time at WrestleMania where he did a, uh, Oh, what the hell do you call it? Oh, what is that? Oh, damn it. I don't know. He leaped off. He did, like, a backflip off the ring post with a ladder. Like, he, like he, his athleticism is insane. He's also really short. So, it's, that's also surprising. But, yeah. But a big question that I'm still stuck with and a lot of fans are stuck with right now. Will The Rock return uh, to Brooklyn tonight at Survivor Series? So, I was watching SmackDown. And Sonya Deville... Begin Sonya Deville, uh, was talking to King Corbin, or now known as Happy Corbin, whatever the hell that is, um, so, they're talking, they're like, you know, Sonya's like, you know, I wanted to put you in a match this year, you know, you would have been great with Riddick Moss, and, but, you know, we couldn't just find a spot for you, and she's like, you know, this Survivor Series is gonna be huge, you know, and it's the, and this is the last sentence she said, she's like, and this WrestleMania is the 25th anniversary of The Rock. And uh, the, the you could hear in the background, because this was backstage, the, the stadium, not stadium, but the arena went nuts. They were, like, happy as hell. And honestly, I think he will. Um, so I got to manage the Steelers game and Peacock at the same time. But, obviously, I'll be paying more attention to the Steelers game. But, yeah, I don't know. He should. Because, other than that, Roman Roman Reigns is, like, the universal championship until WWE sells to fucking uh, Disney, Mickey Mouse, and Minnie Mouse. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, Rock doesn't come back. He doesn't come back. Who, Whoever Roman... Like, any person you put Roman Reigns up against, like, it's too predictable that they're going to lose. And they're also coming, like, they're not... They're, they're not coming up with new ideas for endings to matches. How many times are we going to have, oh, no, accidental contact with the referee. There's no ref in the ring. Uh-oh, here comes the face. He's going to pin Roman Reigns. Oh, no, there's no ref. Oh, my God, Michael Cole. Oh, no. So how many times are we going to run that? Like, they ki- they tried to get creative with the Finn Balor situation, but then never explained why the fucking ropes actually broke. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see what happens. But. For right now, that is your edition. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot to announce that. Speaking of edition, it is Thanksgiving edition. You know, listen, I I know some history about Thanksgiving. Uh, some pilgrims and a, and a flower boat. Is that what they call it? A flower boat? <laughs> a flower boat. And, uh, you know, they had a big feast on an island, something like that. Listen, history should... Also, um, it was about a massacre. Oh. Well, I didn't know that about Thanksgiving. Because... Pilgrims murdered a bunch of the natives, and then the feast, which is what Thanksgiving is now, was about their victory. Oh, okay. 
I don't know how thankful I'm going to be eating that turkey this Thursday then. <laughs> like, I had no clue. That, okay. Well, they didn't teach me that in fifth grade. Uh, yeah. They don't want you to know that. Yeah. Well, bullshit. That's history, man. That is history. What? I, I'm like, I'm like flabbergasted right now. What the fuck? <laughs> what did you just tell me? Um, okay. I usually, I thought like the pilgrims were like these, you know, great people. I guess not. I guess not. The Mayflower. That's what it's called. The Mayflower. The flower yeah. boat. Um, yeah. So now you've learned that I don't know history too well. Well, well I, no, you can't say that because they didn't teach me that part. Um, but yeah. So we will see you all next week here on Sports Avenue. And boy, we are counting down until season five. And could we be changing our name? I don't know. We might give some suggestions. Suggestions. Maybe we'll have a voting poll. We'll hold a name the podcast contest. Yeah, name the podcast contest, and we'll put a poll on our Instagram. That will start in season. So we'll start that on season four, episode nine. So that following week, we'll be able to put that up on our new logo and see what happens. Sports Avenue, we've had this for almost the exact same amount of seasons of ENS Sports Talk, which is also getting dull, and so Sports Avenue. So podcast uh, voting will start. You can also, 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 also <laughs> put it up on our uh, Spotify. You can also vote on there. They put in a new feature, uh, feature so that's cool. Um, but, yeah, so thank you, everyone, for listening to Season 4, Episode 3, and we will see you here next week back on Sports Avenue. Thank you, everyone, and hope you have a nice, restful Thanksgiving with your family, and we will see you all next week. Good night.